0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, January 11th, 2024, and this is day 2,122 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you. We praise only you and glorify only you. You are our true and living God. I thank you so much, my Lord, for giving us your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding, helping us, Father, to truly hear what you're saying to us and then acting up on in obedience to you. I thank you so much, my Lord, for uh, giving us uh, the Holy Spirit to help uh, lead and guide us into uh, fulfilling the purpose that you've given each and every one of us. I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is in retrospect. Mm, In retrospect, I see it differently now after pondering the thought or after going back over it and um, thinking about the situation, or whatever it may be. That's what we're talking about today. We're coming out of John chapter 12, verses 12 through 19. John 12, verses 12 through 19. And and let's go ahead and get started. (laughs) It says, The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The, so they're praising him and glorifying him. Uh, it is interesting, you know, um, you know how it says here, too, in my commentary, how Jesus began his last week on earth uh, by writing into Jerusalem on a donkey under a canopy of palm branches where the people are raising and waving these palm branches. Uh, So, and I'll I'll go into that a little bit more. Uh, So they're saying, Hosanna, blessed is uh, he um, who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it. As it is written uh, in Zechariah, it says, Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's coat. At first, his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him. So I read about this yesterday, how they were out to, to kill Jesus uh, because so many people were rallying around him and coming to know him uh, after he rose Lazarus from the dead. And they were even plotting to kill Lazarus because he was the tool or the instrument that the Lord was using or the, uh, that you know, drew people to them because of this amazing miracle that had taken place by raising Lazarus from the dead. Well, well, now the people are praising Jesus and glorifying him. And, and they're like, this is our king. This is how they saw it. This is our king. And he is our king. But whoa, there are still some problems. Later, these same people would say, crucify him, crucify him the very same ones, even his own disciples, the majority of them ran and, and hid because of fear of their own lives. Only the women were there when Jesus went to hang on that cross for us. Oh, and along with John, his disciple John, they were there. And Jesus knew this would happen. Uh, but, you know, so we can't get caught up in the fact that people love us and adore us one moment and And are ready to kill us the next. Don't let that stop you from fulfilling your purpose. Because things like that will happen. So let's take a look at our points. So retrospect. To go back over in thought. Considering the past or a past event. That is the meaning of retrospect. So point number one. Have you ever watched a movie or listened to a song a second or third time. And got a better understanding of it than you did the first time you saw it or heard it. I can remember even now, my husband and I have been together since we were 14 years old. And uh, yeah, married uh, going on 45 years. So it's like, I think, yeah, 45 years this year, I think. Anyway, (laughs) don't tell him I I can remember it, but he may listen. Anyway, okay. So yeah, so we used to listen to certain songs and I would just be, yeah, loving the music. Then I'd hear that same song later in life, you know, even, you know, let's say I heard a song last week, the very same song, and it was like, oh, my goodness, I didn't realize that it meant this or that. In retrospect, I'm thinking, man, I was naive. (laughs) I didn't realize I didn't quite get that, right? You get a better understanding sometimes when you ponder that thought. The disciples and the people who followed Jesus were sure that Jesus would be a national leader who would restore their nation to its former glory. But they were deaf to the words of the prophets and blind to Jesus's real mission. And when it became apparent that Jesus was not going to fulfill their hopes in the way they expected, Many people turned against him. But after Jesus' resurrection, the disciples understood for the first time many of the prophecies that they had missed along the way. Jesus' words and actions took on new meaning and now made more sense to them. Sometimes we have to ponder or sometimes we have to go through some things to truly understand and even appreciate the Lord or people in our lives. You know, my brother and I was talking, uh, as well, we were all talking. Uh, my siblings and I all went and had lunch together uh, this year. And, uh, or no, it was the end of December. And then uh, we were talking about one of our uncles who's gone, who's passed on years ago. And uh, this particular uncle, actually, he was our great uncle. And man, he always seemed so mean and cranky. And it's like, wow, why is Uncle Lerman so mean and so cranky as kids? That's how we saw him. Well, my brother was sharing because he spent much more time with Uncle Lerman, he and my brother, than us girls did. And he said, Uncle Lerman was a genius. He said he knew how to um, create and uh, develop anything. He was just this mastermind behind the scenes. Uh, My father and he were partnered on so many things. Uh, So he would invent things. And they invented, because of Uncle Lerman, Uh, And his great skills, his gift, created or or invented this amazing street sweeper when they were lived in California. And my brother, two brothers, were living with my father and my stepmom after my parents divorced. Uh, They lived with them for a couple of years. My one brother did, and then my other brother stayed with them uh, for much longer so he said yeah he said I never realized that as a kid I just saw him as this mean man he said but he really wasn't mean like we thought he was that was just his personality he was and someone that came across as friendly but he was really cool he said after thinking about it he said he was just really smart he learned so much from him and now in retrospect as an adult he could see that and uh realize that and it was just very empowering and very nice to have that conversation and realize that wow we had misjudged him uh literally as kids you know I mean (laughs) we typically do that but I've learned a lot in in my lifetime and realizing that you know not to judge people we don't know really what's going on with them and give them the benefit of the doubt you know uh so let's go to point number two in retrospect the disciples saw how Jesus had led them into a deeper and better understanding of his truth. In retrospect I have a better understanding why I grew up financially poor. We were literally thrown into poverty after my parents divorce. We were rich though in lo- in love and life, okay? At that point, we had fun, we you know, we played games all the time and uh just, you know, it it really as kids we didn't even know we were poor. <laughs> I mean, it was just uh it was life. It was just a part of life. We we managed. We 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 didn't go without our basic needs and we went to school like everyone else and you know, we uh ate and did all those things and we may not have had meat every time we ate or or we didn't get to share a meal with our with friends that came over because it was just enough for us and so we had to wait for our company to leave before we could even eat our dinner. So it was just things like that. And uh but uh I I am grateful that I went through that. Um you know uh take a moment and think think about your own uh things that you may have gone through, but but I, I would say this before while you're taking that moment, um, in retrospect, for me, I wouldn't change a thing because it has helped me to become the person that I am today and how it's helped me to relate better to other people uh, and to understand their own experiences. So as you take a moment and think about the events in your own life leading up to where you are now, how has the Lord led you to this point? As you grow older, you will look back and see God's involvement more clearly than you do now. You will recognize and say, ah, that's why God allowed that, or that's why God moved me out of that situation or separated me from those people uh, or from that group, even though they were fine people, but God had a plan for my life that would take me in a different route. Thinking about that, you know, um, <laughs> I was talking to my girls, my my oldest daughter, my youngest, daughter, I only have three children, but um, my, I have two girls and one son. Uh, but my girls and I, we were hanging out and uh, we had uh, gone to Dallas to hang out with uh, my daughter and her husband for Christmas. And my youngest daughter and my granddaughter went with us, my hubby, and we drove down and we spent uh, seven days with them. It was just great. And uh, as we're hanging out and just really enjoying each other's company and uh, just uh, having a good old time, we... We were talking and my oldest daughter, Dee said, um, you know, when I think about the way uh, you and daddy raised us and how we didn't necessarily like it <laughs> then, you know, there were many things that we would do. And I know one of my big things and my husband, too, was making sure that our kids um, were appreciative and did not take. Um, what they were given for granted, and that they too had some skin in the game because it was going to prepare them for real life as adults. We wanted them to be successful in adulthood, and parenting is not the easiest thing, but, you know, so, uh, you know, teaching them how to even be entrepreneurs as kids, They had like a little store in our house and, and, uh, (laughs) when they were going to school before school and kids would come down to our house and, and buy things from them. And back then we would go to Sam's club and buy, you know, all the treats and and they would go and help pick out what they wanted. And, and, uh, or I would go and get all the stuff and, and, and then, you know, I taught them how, um, to, you know, uh, take the product, sell it, and then, uh, put money aside to go and restore their inventory and then them understanding what their profit margins were. Uh, This was your net profit and this is your gross profit. Now, I may not have explained it in that way, but them understanding that you can't take anything out of this until after you buy more. So you've got to put money aside to replenish. And And they understood that concept and they actually helped that little store to grow and <laughs> started selling nachos and things like that. And And uh, we laugh about it, but it helped to instill a good work ethic in them. Uh, my husband really did that with his work ethic uh, and, and understanding and seeing their dad go off to work every single day and come home every single day and not complain about it, even though it was rough. Uh, they understood, my daughter said, I remember, she remember wanting some tennis shoes that cost a lot more money than we budgeted. You know, so let's say, for example, the budget for the pair of tennis shoes might've been $50. Well, she wanted a pair that were $100. So we told her, yeah, you can get them, but you need to pay the other 50. We'll pay the 50 that we had allocated for it. And she thought that was really mean. (laughs) But now she said, oh man, that taught me so much. And, you know, I remember when my uh, uh, older two got um, uh, jobs at the Kansas City Zoo, they were working there. And, you know, we knew that they needed to learn how to catch the bus. They had never caught the bus before. We would always take them to work and, you know, to the church and things like that with us. And um, But we knew it was very important for them to learn how to get there on their own. So, Taught them how to to get on that bus. We sat in the car while they waited at that bus stop. And uh, we followed even, I think, that first time to make sure they got off okay at the right destination. And uh, did that maybe a couple of times. And after that, they were on their own. And they caught that bus to work every time they worked. And uh, then we would pick them up because it was dark and pick them up but that taught them a great deal you know on how to become you know very uh independent and and learning how to be preparing them how to be adults and learning how to be responsible. We even helped them set up a bank account, took them to the bank and set up their bank account, checking account, savings. I can't read. It was more like a savings account, I think, at that time. But teaching them all these things. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure we could have done even more, but, but we did what we knew to do. And uh, just laughing and talking about those things and and my daughter saying, my two daughters saying, that helped them a lot. They're doing very well in their own careers. And, you know, and they don't always understand why a lot of kids today, they said they're so ungrateful. And <laughs> and it's not good to put everybody in the same boat. But, you know, and generally speaking, and it's just a whole different uh, generation. And we have a responsibility as adults to teach them uh, so that, They get it. But in retrospect, you know what? Sometimes that's what it takes, you know, to say, hey, now I can appreciate what I went through. Now I can appreciate what my parents did or did not do. Now, what about you? What about in your own life? What about the things that you're going through? And and maybe you just don't quite get it. And it it, it seems pretty harsh, pretty rough. And and, uh, you're wondering, why is God allowing this? But God has such great plans for you. He's he's preparing you. He's conditioning you. Uh, He's he's building you up in faith and and helping you to become stronger than you ever knew you could be. Preparing you for that that new job or for that uh, new business or for that new family, whatever it is. So continue to press on and doing his will. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace in Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And that means everything. All right, and don't forget to check us out on our website, Jackie Bikes Ministries.org, J A C K I E B Like Boy, U Y C K S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. We thank you all so much for your contribution for your support and your prayers and if you would like to donate to transition zone please just go to that website and hit the donate button thank you so much all right mighty warriors go forth and make it an awesome day fulfilling the purpose that god has given you and i will talk to you later bye-bye